Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at DeathSquad.tv. Check out our website, click on tour dates to find out when we're coming near you. Working on some new dates right now for Vancouver. We got a new uh, January Vegas show that it's about to go on sale, and we have a bunch of new stuff in the works. So always go to DeathSquad.tv, click on tour dates, and don't forget ShopSquad.tv for all the t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and mugs, and all the Death Squad merchandise you could want. Go to ShopSquad.tv, and don't forget to check out Tony Hinchcliffe's website, TonyHinchcliffe.com. Golden Pony, baby. Check it out. And now here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band coming to you live from the world's famous comedy store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony Volume 2. Give it up for Tony Hitsplay! How's everybody doing? Happy Monday to you. Here we are, back again. Kill Tony. Hi, everybody. Okie dokie, we lost you. Uh, it's good to be here. It's a live audience, as always. Um... Hi, Brian. Hi, how Brian you doing? Red Band is here, everybody. Come on. Yeah. <sighs> I just flew in from New York City today. You I had an amazing weekend there. I uh, did some crazy stuff, and I performed at the Borgata in Atlantic City. But I flew in today, and I fly out tomorrow night because Brian and I are going to Toronto, everybody. Yeah. I get another six-hour flight. That's ridiculous. Why didn't you just stay in New York for a day? Because just... I'm obsessed with this show. I swear <laughs> to God, I flew in just for this wow. from across the country. That's crazy. I was on a fucking plane all day. I'm obsessed with it. I'm convinced that this is one of the best shows in all of comedy. <laughs> I'm convinced. And I think other, some other people are convinced. I'm too. convinced. We've already sold hundreds of tickets. We are so close to selling out. Toronto, Friday night, Kill Tony in a fucking theater. Yeah. Toronto. The show you're at right now, you lucky 28 people. The gleaming 28 uh, have no idea what, how exciting Friday is going to be. But we're gonna, this is our, I, won't, I guess we would call this a practice run for Friday, even though it's it never changes, and right. it, it's just a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it's pretty easy because it's just plug it in, and we already know what to do. Yeah. So if any of you want to get a flight to Toronto, if you like tonight's show, yeah. uh, you can get one and be there on Friday night. So uh, you can double up. Uh, we are also roasting Ron Jeremy on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is very exciting. I've been doing my research on him. Been watching some of his old porn. Pretty disturbing shit. <laughs> he gives hope to, uh, I guess, fat, hairy guys that have big dicks. So I'm on board. <laughs> He's he is an animal. I wrote a few uh, already. Would you guys like to be the only ones to know w- some of the jokes that I'm gonna? All right. Uh, well, it's in Toronto, so I'm gonna say uh, Ron hasn't been this far north since Vietnam. It's a little bit of a thinker. Think about it for a second. I know we're just getting into the show. How about this one? Ron Jeremy's been in the game a while. He's, <laughs> he's seen it go from hairy to landing strip to shaved, and that's just his back. <laughs> Ron's dad was a physicist, and his mom was a book editor. Whoever said the apple doesn't fall far from the tree hasn't seen Ron Jeremy's descended testicles. <laughs> It's a little bit of a thinker, too. Most of these are going to be farther in the lineup and the crowd's already hot, which is basically the opposite of you guys. So if it's working on you, 
Um, now the only thing that's hard about him is his arteries. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh, I got an applause break on that. <laughs> he played a plumber in many of his movies, but he looks like the kind of guy that doesn't flush. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. <laughs> you know, he's like fat. It's Ron Jeremy. You got to picture him on the stage, okay? Just let him sit there. I, I actually know they'll be behind. Yeah, that would be a little so bit. close. I like your yeah. excitement, guys. Fuck. Um, I have one. It says. Yeah, uh, why don't you, Josh? Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry for you listeners that are hearing this. Yeah, why don't you pull one more chair up here? So it's better when people are towards the front than the back. Josh seats this place like it's a fucking airplane. <laughs> the back. It's like. All right. Fuck it. Thanks, Josh, for listening. Um, so you picture fat Ron Jeremy on stage, right? How about this one? You know, Ron, you didn't have to eat all those pizzas you fake delivered. <laughs> that's the best one right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a big one. Of course, if people didn't down 12 inches of greasy mess, you wouldn't have a career. See, that's what we call a tag. That'll come right after that joke without conversation in the middle. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Do you know the thing that Ron Jeremy is notoriously cheap? Have you guys heard that before? Or is that a not known thing to complete strangers? Never heard that. Not really, right? It's such a known thing for people that know him. So, But it's good to know. That's exactly why I asked. He's the only guy that cuts his Viagra with Propecia. <laughs> that's a really good one. But that mustache is great. Or as he calls it, his cold sore umbrella. I love his movies, though. I give them two lotion-covered thumbs up. All right. I can't close with that one. I think you should close with the pizza one. Ron, I didn't know you could get fat from eating ass. Damn, dude. I need to start this writing well, thing. No, it's you just, <laughs> you just I have push to unlock. Dustin Diamond's going to be there. Screech oh. from Saved by the Bell. Screech, every time I watch Saved by the Bell, I think to myself, why couldn't there be a school shooting back then? See, this is the kind of thunder. This is just. This is, these are just my notes for Wednesday. I'm so excited to get my well, not my hands on Ron Jeremy, but uh, I can't wait to talk shit about him. I should take this a little bit more seriously. I, I'm still convinced you should do some fun performance piece where you just like do something. You know, it breaks up the tone of the roast. Yeah, like, you know, you, you should just go up there and tell the truth. Yeah, to Ron Jeremy about how he's probably changed your life. Like I'd imagine Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy is like your Buddha. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll tell me. I Master picture Ron. a little Indian style Ron Jeremy like over your fireplace. <laughs> That'd be a great work of art, by the way. Who wouldn't want to draw on Jeremy Buddha? None of us does. Oh, that. yeah, you're right. <laughs> or else he would definitely be selling them. Right. I'm going to do something a little goofy tonight. We've had Jeff Richards perform here, uh, one of our favorite people, and he played a couple, few songs for us over a few episodes. I'm going to do something fun like that tonight, because I saw this guy uh, before a roast battle here a couple weeks ago, and I've seen him actually a few times. He plays music. He's a comedy, uh, he's a comedian that plays music. Put your hands together for him. I think he's hilarious, so I asked him to come by. It's Pat Regan, everybody. Josh, is he good? Heck yeah, Pat Regan, everyone. Sitting on my bedroom floor, feeling so alone. 
Black out all the windows and disconnect the phone No one calls me anyways, no one even cares I could disappear like a ghost in a graveyard Open up the dresser drawer where I keep my gun The cold black steel looks up at me like shadows at the sun I load it up with bullets and I down a glass of rum It burns my throat but that's okay Cause it numbs the pain Crying like a newborn child, my hands they shake with fear I think it's what I have to do, but I'm not thinking clear I close my eyes and count to three and draw one final breath Then I put the handgun in my mouth and guess what happens next I suck the gun like a dick 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 Gobble, 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 yum, 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 yum I want this 38 to shoot a load across my tongue My troubles are forgotten Cause I'm having so much fun Sucking this gun like a dick Fuck yes! Thank you. The stylings of Pat Regan. Thank you so much, Pat. That was fucking awesome. Wow. I love that. That was awesome. Fucking Pat Regan. One more time for Pat Regan. Come on. What I love about him, so many, so many funny songs that I hear, the music is terrible. And I'm such a big music fan that I always hear the music, and even though what they're saying is funny... Like, I just can't get over that the music's bad. But with Pat, the music's actually good. Oh, yeah, it was and you almost forget that it's about to get funny, and then it just hits you in the head. I had no idea it was going to go funny. <laughs> I thought, right. oh, this is just a nice romantic song. I, I, definitely, got, <laughs> I definitely got scared for a second, because I'm like, wait a second. I remember. <laughs> I hope he knows. This like, is a comedy for, club? For a sec- no, he does. Yeah. I know that. But for a second, I thought, maybe just for a second. He's going to play a real song. Right. That's what <laughs> I thought. It's not going to get I funny. I totally thought that. I was like, is this a Dylan Next song? thing you know, covers? he's sucking a gun like a dick. And Pat Regan. That's awesome. Uh, every week, we only have one sponsor. She's the great Elise Lane sitting right over there, everybody. She, every listener of the show should follow her on everything. She's Elise Lane on Twitter, E-L-Y-S-E-L-A-I-N. And she's the girl with the pan on Instagram and Facebook. Look at this, everybody. This is the type of high-quality gourmet food that we get to eat every week because Elise is a recipe checker. Nope, nope, nope. That is a person who checks recipes uh, for uh, chefs that are writing cookbooks. She makes sure that they're good. That's her job. Think about that for a second. Soak it in. Think about what you do for a living. All right. So every week she makes us a meal. And uh, this week's no different. I used to read what she would make for us every week to make the listeners hungry and hire an executive chef. You know what I mean? But then I realized, wouldn't it be more fun 
if the runaround producer of the show, the great Josh Martin, read it every week. And for the last four or five weeks, we've been playing a game because Josh has a speech impediment. So if Josh can't read the recipe without stopping or pausing or stuttering, if he gets all the way through it, then he doesn't get hit in the nuts. This is Will Josh Get Hit in the Nuts by Brian Redman. Josh just has to read the recipe one time the whole way through. Now if at any point he stumbles, Brian hits him in the nuts. Monday night, Monday night, do you think you can handle that type of entertainment? Now see, we have to save this for only Fridays and Saturdays. These people can't handle it. Wait, Monday night, you think you could handle watching a comedy situation where this guy might get hit in the nuts? Well then, all right, as soon as I hand it to you, you have to start reading. We're not doing any of this. You get to study it first shit, okay? You ready? Are you guys ready? I gotta get really confident. Here you go. Josh Martin, everybody. There it goes. Okay, uh, tonight's meal, roasted red and golden beet salad with baby kale, goat cheese, toasted almond, and olive oil. Marinated chicken breast, marinated in super color. (laughs) 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 I don't think this is marinated in super color. I wrote that last part. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Josh. Elise wrote the recipe. He made it all the way through the recipe after she handed it to me. I'll just read what's written here. Roasted red and golden beet salad with a baby kale, goat cheese, toasted almonds, olive oil, marinated chicken breast, marinated in supercalifragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> is the part that I wrote in. <laughs> what's, what's so funny is that his stutter or his speech impediment, you could almost not understand what he was saying. He just wasn't pausing. It was right. just like... <laughs> yeah. It was like... Roasted red and golden beet salad with a making noise. It was like Ari Shafir <laughs> sucking a dick. It was, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> Why would that? What? How do you know what that sounds like? Because I, Ari on stage kind of has like a. Here's so anyways, always got that. Oh yeah, he's sucking a dick a bit. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Fuck yeah, a little deep cut. <laughs> Ari Shafir <laughs> obsessed for you people with Ari Shafir posters on your walls. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, every week we also have a head of security that keeps us safe, uh, keeps an eye on us. This is one of our very favorite patriots. Um, Put your hands together for him, everybody. It's Kevin Lee Light, Jesus Patriot. A lot of hosts of shows don't have Jesus Christ keeping them safe during the show. My show, I give you Jesus Christ. The fucking resurrection, as always. Kevin, how's it going? I'm excited to be here. You always have a good time. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're right. We always do have a good time. Look at that. Kevin Lee Lights. How, how old are these gloves? The gloves are probably... Uh, about a year. Yeah. How probably many people have worn them? About 70. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. And anything crazy happened this weekend? You are West Hollywood Jesus, for those of you that don't know, but all of you should. He's been in many movies, music videos. He's a regular uh, treat to see around here at the Comedy Store, a favorite of many... Of uh, the funny comedians here that have taken a, the moment to chat with him. Super cool guy. But you're always in West Hollywood. This is a crazy weekend in West Hollywood. I was in New York City, so I missed crazy West Hollywood Halloween. What did you see? Anything? Uh, we had a rainstorm. We had a half a million people out in the street. It rained here on Halloween? It... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking losers. Yeah. Should have been in New York City. I ended up in the middle of the parade. Yeah. 
I was really? in Vegas. I'll just say it. Me and Jeff Ross and his cousin, we jumped the barricade, and uh, we just became part of the parade. We were just walking with everything. <laughs> Fucking million people, by the way. Their parade is, I thought, yeah, they say, like, you know, West Hollywood has a big everything. They tell you this shit when you live here, but the truth is, is New York City just dwarfs us. Um, it dwarfs this? Everything. Um, yes. they, call, they called this one a parade, but I didn't see anybody parading. I saw them standing around. Did they actually parade? Oh, it was, it was a parade, and there's huge, giant floats, most of them playing Thriller, by the way. <laughs> a lot of people didn't get very creative with their Halloween New York floats. I mean, I get it. Thriller's a big one, and basically, it's pretty blatant that these floats are just people on ecstasy listening to Thriller yeah. while going by a bunch of people. Like, they're dancing, but you can see in their eyes, like, this slight fear of, like, what the fuck am I doing? They didn't really realize they'd be on a moving live show for like an hour and a half. Yeah, I was knee deep uh, in cocaine and ecstasy in Vegas, so I could have helped. You were in, really? <laughs> yeah. You were in Vegas yeah. for Halloween? Yeah. Wow. Doesn't never rains in Vegas. No, it didn't. It was very nice. Sat by the pool during the day and then spent a lot of money on drugs all night. <laughs> so if it was raining, then everybody was probably like slammed in venues and places, right? What were you doing? Well, it sounded like you both had a lot more fun than I did. New York and Vegas. Um, everybody ran. It was as though a lion were chasing a herd of uh, antelope. Everybody just scattered. And, and it didn't just rain. It poured and it didn't give a warning. Wow. Everybody was just stand there and all of a sudden, boom, it came down. So it was a fun show watching everybody head for cover. The folks who were too drunk just kind of stood there. And uh, Do you uh, dress up for Halloween or do you just stick with Jesus? I mean, every day is Halloween for you, right? <laughs> every day is Christmas. Right. So, yeah. He um, dresses up as the devil on Halloween. That would be awesome. Well, I, I think maybe in the <laughs> that first would be year, great. Right, I, I posed with a lot of devils um, and a few Jesuses, some black Jesuses this year as oh. well. Ooh, a black Jesus? A bunch of black Jesuses. Wow. It's a big year for black Jesus. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Were there yeah. any white people doing blackface Jesus? <laughs> no, but uh, Pete C. suggested that I shoe polish my face and that if I didn't, I was really off my game. Hmm. I wonder if Pete C. knows that they make makeup now and you wouldn't have to use actual shoe polish. <laughs> That's an interesting suggestion. Exactly. Hey, man, you should totally gasoline your eyes for... Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have contact. Well, he does it no. the old way. We used yeah. to do it in the Midwest. Right. right. Ohio. Shoe polish. Yeah. We meet up at the meetings and right. stuff. I have face cancer, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we have such an exciting show lined up for you. Uh, you ready to meet your guests tonight? Put your hands together for the great Paul Provenza and Matt Fultron. <laughs> Welcome, Paul's first time, Matt's second time on the show. I'm super excited to have you guys here. Uh, heck yeah. Matt, you and I have been barking along at the comedy store here uh, for, I mean, since I started, so that's been seven and a half years. It's and uh, one of my favorite things to do is, is yeah. bark like a dog while someone's killing on stage. Yeah. You know? It, so somebody might get that treatment tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that is the That's sound a, you want to hear. It, don't if, worry. You're, if you're killing downstairs in the original room and you hear that, it's a double confirm that you're killing because that means you're killing with Fultron. And it feels like you're killing on Arsenio. It's very yeah. Arsenio. <laughs> very Arsenio. It's like Arsenio Fantasy Camp. And, you do uh, this too? Do you do this as well? No, nah, just the bar. Uh, you're just making the bar. it your own. Making it your own. That's yeah. good. 
And Paul, I had a blast with you at the Traverse City Comedy Way Fest. too much fun. Yeah. Way too much fun. Sinbad was there. Sinbad was kicking ass. And uh, Dave uh, Holmes. Wait, no. Pete Holmes. No, it was, who's the... Josh Holmes. No, the guy that John pulled down his pants during set list. Oh, Dave Foley. Dave right. Foley. Oh, my God. That's right. Dave Foley committing a felony. Of <laughs> yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. A winter fest. The winter fest. So fun. Freezing and, uh, cold. Middle of the mountains. You have one and of my... come out like crazy for the shows. You have one of my favorite shows that I ever get to regularly do, and uh, that's a set list. You are that's always your baby. welcome at set list. That is the, the creation of evil genius Troy Conrad. And you, right? I, I just basically protect it. I make I sure love that it. somebody doesn't come along and fuck it up. I love it. Perfect. It's great fun, isn't well, it? Well, you're doing a great job it's because actually, it is the best. It's a, it's a lot like I love the impulse behind this. You guys are actually like really doing work on this yeah. show. It's fun. Which is great. It's real inside comedy, real like uh, process, and that's the fun part of setlist too. Yeah, was it something excited. I said? No. Is that Doug Stanhope? Yeah, it is. Put your hands together for Stanhope. Doug Stanhope, everybody. <laughs> Doug, you want to come up and play with us? You want to come up and play? <laughs> Doug Stanhope is here. Heck yeah! What's up, Doug? Good to see you, buddy. Kevin, if you have to say anything, uh, just uh, raise your hand and we'll send a mic down to you. Yeah. Thanks so much. We're going to stick with the funny people on this one, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> but you look great. You are the best set decoration. What do you think about Jesus Christ over there, Doug? I hate that everybody's, uh, everybody's doing Christmas so fucking early these days. Have you ever gotten to perform this close to Jesus? Uh, usually not before November 31st. I think that was my question. <laughs> I had no answer, so field them for me. Early in my cocktails. P- please go ahead. I love Your it. presentation. <laughs> How's the night going, Doug? You having fun? It's very good. Very good so far. Thanks for swinging by. We're just getting started. We haven't had one comedian up yet. Uh, you still don't. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know how the show goes. Uh, comedians, you guys get 60 seconds you perform for 60 seconds. You know 60 seconds is up when you hear the sound of a kitty. <laughs> you better wrap it up then or else you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. <laughs> there you have it. That's what it sounds like. A lot of, uh, a lot of noise on that one. Um, it's like a morning zoo show. Yeah, it is. It's 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 getting there. Oppity oppity. It's it's big Mike and the angry West Hollywood bear in the morning. <laughs> and now you're sitting with traffic. Heck yeah. All right, let's see what happens here. Your first comedian doing a minute tonight goes by the name of Kevin DeVore. <laughs> Thank you. So I was cleaning my apartment the other week naked, and I uh, caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror, and I didn't really like what I saw, so I, uh, I've been hitting the gym a lot lately. Don't worry, the uh, results are still pending, so I've been working on that a little bit. But uh, I hate, there's nothing I hate in the world more than people who take gym selfies, because it's the most vain thing you can do. Like, how dare you make me feel inadequate, self-conscious, vulnerable, and longing all at the same time. Those are some conflicting emotions. I don't like that. But 
you always see them in front of the mirror posted up with their phone acting like they're uh, checking it like with a half smirk got it that'll go sick on Instagram later posted up with some nice hashtag puns like uh, Quadzilla Shredification Armageddon kill yourself please do us all a favor we can't stand it anymore but the comments are always worse. It'll start out with a nice shredded bro, just looking so shredded. Which will move on to point out a physicality such as nice Dels bro hitting those traps too, I see. Which will move on to uh, inevitably land at nice dick bro, that's a really solid dick. Which is never an autograph. Wow. The bear was so mad that I think it ate a few puppies yeah. at the end of that. that so mad. Furious bear. You can skip the whole uh, beginning, you know, yeah. where uh, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and you, you can go straight to the gym selfies, I think. Cool. All right. That floor I'm going to be the Roseanne bar on uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last Comic Standing. Yeah. I think you have an original voice, and I thought it was lovely. I, <laughs> until I get a couple more uh, cocktails in me, I'm just going to be the sweetheart. <laughs> but then I'll turn on you. I was, ex- I was expecting Stan Hope to just rip me a new asshole, actually. So. I, I, I realized I probably should have, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. I just walked in. I didn't, who's I didn't the one know that, I was going to be here. Who's the one, that, uh, who's the one on Last Comic Standing? Standing uh, the panel that uh, that's the bad one. Like, who's the mean one? I've never watched. Well, it. It, no one was mean on the last season. Really? And this was the first season I watched where I go, I don't know any of these comics. I'm uh, fucking old. My opinion doesn't count. So <laughs> don't listen to me. I'll be over here in irrelevance. <laughs> you, you come hang with me. All me. right. Uh, I just uh, I uh, uh, I just think you're you're really wordy. I think you okay. have an idea of the joke, and the more succinctly you can get to it, the better. The, the wordiness is sort of filler for you. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. How long have you Brevity. been in stand-up? Only about eight months now. How often are you getting up? You doing a lot of spots? Or? Uh, mostly in, at Flappers in Burbank, but uh, I get up like twice a week usually. At Flappers in Burbank? No, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do some other open mics, but it really just... It's tough to get some stage time, especially when I come up to comedy store. It's really how many times a week are you doing flappers? Uh, usually, if I've got a book show, I'll do that, and then I usually. But how often is that? Wednesday or Thursday is when. So you're the saying once are. a week? Uh, book, uh, yeah, once a week at least. So three spots a week you're doing. Yeah, for do eight you, months. Do you tape and listen to your sets? Yeah. Do you ever laugh? No. <laughs> Fucking there it is. No, um, yeah, I mean, that's a bit that I've been working on, and, you know, it's just kind of working on it, so there it is. I wasn't even really trying to slam you there. No, no, no. I just remember when I started out, like, shit that I would laugh at, I thought I couldn't do. Like, the stuff that actually made me laugh, I go, oh, yeah, but you could never really do that on stage, and then I did. And uh, yeah, and here I am, a fucking drunk, miserable, <laughs> horrific old. So stick thing. with it. Yeah, but I know, I know what you're talking about. It's, like, it's really hard to listen to. I mean, like, I would take myself all the time, and I would listen to like you know five minutes of it, and just go, oh, I can't listen to this anymore. That's it's what really I do now. Hard. Yeah. 
I, it's really hard to listen to. Besides the like what they're saying, like the writing, you could definitely trim it up. But I also noticed that your voice is very monotone during the whole thing. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like yeah, it, 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 it didn't just flat. Yeah, flat. So like I honestly was kind of like, all right, I'm just I'm, I'm not even paying attention to what he's saying because I'm just want to go to sleep or something. Like you need to have ups and downs and pauses okay. and just because I mean if you just go out there like blah 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 blah, and if you had like a thirty minute set, fuck that. No one would sit around for that, you know. You have to have. Some it doesn't mean you have to do the over the top. And right, Bob's right, your right, uncle. Right, Hi, right. people. Right. Give it up for yourselves. Right. Well, yeah, I guess Although some that's, variation. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's not, that's I mean, not bad. that would kill. Oh, you but that. no. <laughs> it just didn't seem like you were happy to be up on stage because you didn't seem, you know, any energy at all. I just kind of. Yeah, you were like a uh, you were like a Wi-Fi tower for daydreaming. Yeah, I was, <laughs> like, I was super I, excited. You took me straight to like stuff I have to do tomorrow and things like that, nor- and, I, and I work hard on not thinking about that while doing this show, you know what I mean? Like, it's Clearly. a big deal to me. So, when I'm daydreaming about stuff I have to do tomorrow during the thing, that means, you know, you gotta get to, like, something, some kind of point. I was just daydreaming while you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. kind of zoned out on that. Right. I thought about all the shit I had to do. Right. But, you know, you gotta go Definitely the levels thing is a thing. You can't be daydream machine. Okay. But I like this one hashtag, Armageddon. You dig it? (laughs) Hashtags. Jesus coming through in the clutch. There you go. Jesus cares. Heck yeah. Uh, Kevin, where are you you. from? I'm from uh, Cincinnati area. How long have you lived in L.A.? Five months now. Five months. So you did it for three months in Cincinnati? Yeah. Well, wow. I was doing it around Ohio, like wherever I could get stage time, because I went to school in northern Ohio at BGSU. Where's that? Uh, Bowling Green? Yeah, Bowling Green. Oh, nice. South yeah. of Toledo. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. I really hate saying this, but try going to Ha Ha Cafe a little bit. You, know, you need to, I mean, Flappers is a great stage, but you're not going to get herpes there. You need to really, I mean, go to a grosser club. You, you'll, it'll check you a little. You okay. Know? Do you live in Burbank? Is that your thing? I live in Culver City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're is on herpes, that side of the is, hill, is, is herpes a thing you have to have now? Yeah, in comedy, yeah. is it a- definitely that it's side like- of the hill really sucks, and everybody moves there when they first move here for some weird reason. It's kind of like having gold medallion on Delta, like <laughs> <laughs> you know these airports. <laughs> Sorry, you mean Bur- Burbank Airport? What is kind it- of uh, what kind of, what kind of comedy do you like? Who, like, uh, who's a comedian that you think like you relate to? Like, oh, I, I'm sort of in that. It's totally cliche, but I love Doug Stanhope. Ah, yeah, forget yeah. it. <laughs> I know. Well, I see the but, similarities uh, already. I, I'm a fan of Vic Henley, also uh, Ron White. Those are two. Uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. often you know, put in the same yeah, pot. Never, Vic Henley but, and know. Doug Stanhope. Yeah, this has got a nice buffet going there. What are you drinking, Doug? Oh, she, she's uh, she's got it covered. No, it, it's okay. Bingo knows the look on my face. We got we got Josh. Josh is uh, running around for us. Right. Matt, what are you drinking? Bingo, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Bingo. Hey. Bingo. No, I don't want yours. I was saying there's a waiter there. Yeah. We got vodka soda. Vodka soda, Josh. And Matt, what are you drinking? Stella for me, Josh, please. Stella. Thank you. Might just want to bring two for Doug. Yeah, just, just go ahead and yeah, quad bring two up. for Doug. Josh. Quad up on that one. <laughs> four pack. Uh, who's, uh, who was your favorite when you were a kid? When I was a kid? Yeah. He's who do you remember kid. being your first favorite? Uh, I remember Ron White being my first favorite wow. comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, after that, just kind of moved on to some other stuff. And then Doug just brought the uh, super uh, just dark shit into my life. So 
Thank you, Doug. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. For he was that. a brony before he found you. <laughs> you know what? Another thing is though is I'm noticing that you just sort of are deadpan in one tone. So maybe, maybe, maybe what it actually is is like just double commit to that <laughs> instead of, instead right, of right. instead that's of actually yeah. trying yeah, to actually sound normal go the, go just don't yeah. try to sound normal and sound like but exactly how you do weight out of your set cuz you can't be that monotone right. and have that much right. setup yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you, in order in order for that to really work, you got to do like a Stephen Wright scenario, yeah. exactly. short, punchy, self-contained kind of things. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it, you know, there's it, it's a it's a weird thing because a lot of people come to the table with r- great writing skills, and some people come to the table with great performance skills. You know, and you so brought neither, a, but <laughs> <laughs> come on, it had to had to be uh, someone was going to say it, yeah. Really. Yeah, I was. So much for Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's like, you know, you, you obviously like to write, and you can tell that because you just, you keep overwriting, you know, mm. everything's really, really wordy. But um, the, the, that's a common, very, very, very common uh, first. I yeah. mean, you've done nothing, by the way. When I asked you how many spots you're doing, your answer is like, I mean, you just got to get in the game. You got to make the trip over the hill and play this side of the hill. I, I started comedy living in Burbank. And having and I didn't even have a car, and I made it here at the end of every night and to whatever open mic every single night. Once 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 you get in, you got to get in all the way. You can't just he, like he rode his bike here, yeah, to, from Burbank. Yeah. Which if anyone knows that drive, that's yeah. fucking psychotic. Over <laughs> in the morning, over too. Laurel Canyon, but with drunk drivers. Well, not Laurel, not Laurel Canyon, Kawanga. the Kawanga Pass, which is basically <laughs> on, on the first time you take it on a bike, it is. Laurel Canyon, <laughs> uh, because it's uphill like a lot of the way. But I mean, crazy. you either want it or you don't. I mean, you could yeah. you could die in flappers. You I just mean, gotta yeah. yeah. Flappers isn't really a. I mean, it's not really an option to get your chops at all. You flappers know. is not an option. <laughs> to, I mean, you could do gigs there once you're doing gigs, but mm. it's not the place you want to start. You got to start in the grits. It's got to be dirty and creepy, and, and you gotta See, you, you, have to, you have to wonder if you're crazy. For doing this, flappers is like walking into a fucking Sears or something like that. It's is, not. Does anyone know Sal's still doing comedy? That's that's a cool place. Sal's open mic is that still around? Yeah, yeah. Try is. Sal's. That's Sal's. That's great. <laughs> All your local references sound like cartoon names to me. Flappers and Ha Ha Cafe. Like, that's a lazy writer would put Ha Ha Cafe <laughs> right. into exactly. a movie and really exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much. Kevin, thanks, Devore. man. Good job. Good work, Kevin. He's on Twitter at Mr. Dragon Devore. That's D E V O R E. That's all one word at Mr. Dragon Devore. Do you follow automotive news or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey, and every week, me and my co host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on The Big Three. You'll also get a lot of laughs, hot takes, and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media. So, whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes, up, that's a good-looking car, <laughs> check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts on YouTube. 
I always right, ask I'll, I'll be the wicked prick on the next one. Okay, good. I always, just don't take it seriously. I don't really like to make fun of you. Before we get to that, I always ask every guest when it's their first time on the show, so I'll ask these two, yeah. because I think I've asked you before, is what is something that you did when you very first started out doing stand-up that you can't believe that you did or talked about or would ever do, like that's obnoxious, that you can't really believe that that you're embarrassed oh. that you ever did. Well, you, you gotta give me a minute to think okay. about it. Okay, we'll start with Paul. Is there something? Do you have a ventriloquist dummy or take off your <laughs> shirt, walk backwards? Like, what, what's the thing? I, I've, I've, heard, I've heard everything. Well, I, 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 I was, uh, I, I started in the 70s, so I, I was opening very, like the first times I ever did stand-up, I would walk from the back of the, back of the room uh, leaning way, way back to just to do an earth shoes joke. Earth shoes? See? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe yeah. you did that. I, know, it was, I don't know what earth shoes I got shoes banned is. from the comedy store because I once uh, I turned to the, uh, to the MC and I said, uh, do you mind if I put more my water on the piano? He said, go ahead. And I just poured my water <laughs> up, up and down Jesus. the piano. Earth shoes. <laughs> and I got banned for like five years. That'll do it. I like it. I'm trying to think of one thing that wasn't embarrassing about when I started. <laughs> no, that's, that's the hard thing. I had this weird accent, and I talked out of the side of my mouth, and it was kind of a New York weird... Were you doing a character? No, I didn't think I was, but <laughs> now I look back at I, old footage. I did that on purpose on a album I did 10 years ago, a DVD. I put bonus footage was all my earliest horrifically embarrassing shit and I couldn't even watch it to decide what to put on I made my manager watch it and they decided which clips and cause I'd try to watch myself and I'm like oh, gagging I had a fucking mullet my first evening at the improv I was only a, maybe a year into comedy and I bought the shirt on Santa Monica Boulevard out of one of those like six dollars it still had the creases in it and it had a matching tie and I had a mullet and I talked out of the I was everything about my yeah it's I sucked shit <laughs> you had the mullet too I remember yeah you had the really wicked nice mullet yeah like, crazy yeah, mullet yeah Matt, what was your answer the first time that oh, I, I did it? crazy shit? Like I, I think, well, no, it was just the things I thought of. Yeah, like I thought of being Officer Laugh and wearing a cop uniform, <laughs> and the comedy kid and wearing a fucking cowboy uniform. But wow, those are just the ideas. They never made it to the stage. I, re- I remember Who's writing that? that down. Who's writing that down? Don't write that down. <laughs> I remember the hack premises that I thought I came up with first. Like, who's the first guy to ever eat an egg? Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat the first thing that comes out of that chicken's ass. And I thought I was fucking brilliant. And then that's, you go, that's the most tired, hackneyed fucking idea. I've never heard that before like that. That's actually pretty funny to me. It's really never good pictured it coming out of the chicken's ass. But Do you remember a hack bit that you did that you were so ashamed that you oh fuck I can't believe I thought that was original I think I actually told the joke where I'm so crazy I ripped the fucking tag off the mattress that says do not (laughs) and that's like a famous joke isn't it what's that (laughs) that's somebody's joke that's like somebody's joke I don't know who the first guy that saw that tag (laughs) (laughs) and the 7086 guy that saw the tag it's it's weird when you Twitter will keep you in check where you the first thing you think of you used to know to dismiss as a comic, but now you can just go to Twitter and prove that you are right in dismissing the first joke you have about a topic. Go to that hashtag on Twitter, and oh, yeah, yeah. everyone already wrote that. Yeah, you can type it into Google or yeah. yeah, or Twitter and just be like, nope, no writing today. That's all I came up with. 
Let's see what happens next. Are you guys ready for your next comedian, everybody? 60 seconds of thunder. So many awesome people signed up for the chance. Right now, it is Daniel White. Oh, shit. It's Pixie. Folks, my name is Daniel White, and my name might sound familiar because you might have seen it on your guys' uh, ballots, your sample ballots. I'm running for, no, really, L.A. Secretary of Transportation for L.A. County. No, seriously. As a bus rider, I feel that our buses are far too overcrowded with people that don't really smell that nice. And that there's a lot of traffic here. I have to be on the bus a long time, and I absorb these smells. So, if I am elected, I will make sure that there are more buses on the streets in order to relieve congestion on the buses. I will make sure that anybody sitting in an open seat next to the aisle when a window seat is open next to them will be immediately ejected. And if I'm elected, I will no longer ride the bus. Good job, brother. Fuck yeah. 57 seconds of thunder and lightning from Daniel White. It did uh, pay off at the end, at yeah. least. Yeah. Uh-huh. I missed a couple lines. I just. Wrote I thought on, you were going to be wicked on, on this here. one, Doug. <laughs> What's that? I thought you were going to be wicked on this one. Well, I was, I was getting to that. Oh, okay. You <laughs> have <laughs> little yeah, faith. Yeah, you can't just close strong. <laughs> right. You're going to have something in the middle there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it went somewhere. He has the idea. Right. Right? He's got the basic idea of it, making a, an arc to the story, right? Yeah. yeah. Except uh, the story was lacking. <laughs> I think if you came up with more extreme examples, yeah. you know, just nuttier shit, I think it would I think it'd be better. Yeah. But and also like, made it, you know, more convincing that you're actually running maybe too. Yeah, it's I like instead I, of just saying I'm running, really I am. I Are out. you really running? No, I threw it on the bu- I, there's an election coming up and I thought about it. I, I just threw it together on the bus on the way here. I'm writing you in, man. I like the end of your set. <laughs> There you go. If there were more bus riders in the crowd, I think you might have gotten a warmer response. <laughs> this this stuff would kind kill of on Uber is killing the bus. Yeah. I'm telling you, Uber is destroying bus riding forever. Yeah. Your minute would slay on the 217. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Fairfax to Hollywood. This guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, how Could you I get a transfer to a punchline, please? <laughs> Daniel, you have to admit, it is pre- it must have been pretty fun being the best-dressed guy on the Metro, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that blazer's crushing. Is that a new one? Uh, no, this one's just to be partially convincing for the act tonight. You know? Now, what's interesting, I'll give you guys a little background. I'm pretty sure this is, what, your third week in a row getting on? Uh, I missed, this is my fourth. Basically three out of four. Yes. Uh, And the first two times, I remember it was very religious, like Ten Commandment jokes and, like, what was the deal with Moses, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, so it's interesting that you made such an extreme jump. It's sort of exciting that at least you're trying to, to, to... what? To branch out to buses. He's Trying writing to, new material yeah. to be relatable. Like yeah. Yeah, he's writing shit. Yeah. He wrote that tonight. Yeah. For, and, and it's... Which is why I hate fucking improv. <laughs> <laughs> you know Give me the shit you worked out. But no, that's admirable. 
Well, there is something fearless in setting that whole, you know, really basically using the whole time to set up one punchline. That, that's pretty fearless. And you did pay it off, which is, which is pretty great. So there's a lot to be said for that. I mean, you, have, you, know, you obviously knew where you were headed and you landed it. There's something there. You just started recently, right? Right. How long ago? I've only been seriously writing for a couple months. I've only been performing. This is my first time. I was uh, four weeks ago when Atel was here. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. yeah. That's How great. long have you been riding the bus? <laughs> <laughs> a lot longer. A lot longer, probably. How long? Oh, how old am I? 27? Fucking 14 years? Wow. Do you know how well, to you drive? You should have more material. Yeah, I have a driver's <laughs> license. I'm just a broke person. Well, that's fun. Uh, where have you been getting up? Have you been doing spots other than here? I've been going up at the improv in here. At the open mic? Yes. Yeah. Do you go other places? Not yet. I'm still looking at uh, a couple other places. I think Marty's is another place. Sal's. I look at that. Yeah. Marty's or Morty's? Marty's. I don't even Morty's. know what that is. It's death. Just I've never past. been there. Yeah. They, make you, they make you pay, I think. Yeah. It's yeah, death. you never well, do yeah, one the, where they How make does you pay. this thing work? Is this some kind of scam bringer show? Do you have to pay to get in here for hopefully your lucky lottery ticket comes up like Willy Wonka so you can do 60 seconds in front of a bored crowd of friends? Literally nobody ever pays to get in here. All right, all right. We've never sold a ticket for this show. I paid to get in. Who charged? Um, yeah, the setup was like, like, like. I think what Matt said that if you punched up the the the, the, the ideas, it was a little bit more extreme because you almost sold it like you were really running for it, which is fine. I thought then you the, were. But the payoff, I thought you were too. And the, the payoff works, but I think if you took Matt's advice and made like the setup a little bit more silly and crazier, that we would still believe it, but it would be a little bit more easy to listen to. Because at first. I thought you were really running and you were using this time to get on a podcast so that you get the word out that you're actually running for this. <laughs> yeah, like that's kind of the yeah. More but, racist. That would make me vote for you. That shows some initiative. Yeah. Is this a podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then again, you could also just lose the, all the jargon and just get right to the point, which is you ride the bus and you hate it and you were thinking about running for whatever, but then you realized if you got that that you wouldn't be on the bus anymore. Yeah, you can make it almost well, one line. Well, he right. did say that he wrote this on the bus today, so right. no, you yeah. really have time to go over it. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I'm, just, I'm just saying when, up, you, but when you hit the notebook tonight or tomorrow or whenever, you know, you could lose a lot of the, the crap. The crappy poo-poo. Crappy poo-poo. Uh, Daniel, what else is going on exciting in your life? You still live with your parents. Oh, no, I do not live with my parents. Oh, you just look like you live with your parents. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so, what, do you have a roommate? What's, what's your situation? I live with my brother in Century City. Ooh, fancy. Yes. What does your brother do? My brother's a chef at uh, Goldie's and then the little secret joint on 3rd. Your parents I bet he doesn't better? take the fucking bus. <laughs> oh, he takes the bus. Wow. <laughs> Living in Century City. Uh, broke. Oh wait! Listen to that. That's that's a show that's, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening in other places. Um, hey, sample that for the podcast. Right? I'm, I'm on it. We're gonna lay it all over. We're gonna lay it all over this. Uh, so, Daniel, how long have you and your brother lived out here? We've I've lived out here for three years. I went to UCLA and graduated a year ago. Uh, like transferred in there, and uh, he's been here only for the last year. Hmm. What's your degree in? 
My degree's in political science. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> so every joke should be you running for something. Uh, that's... No. That's your hook. Go with it. Yeah, you just been crowned it. I think you should totally roll with that. Excellent. Uh, fuck yeah, Daniel. Well, it was nice to see you again. Thank you very much, Rock Tony. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Daniel. That guy's got a hell of an Adam's apple. <laughs> All right, the next comic I'm just going to waver on. I'm going to waffle. I'm going to go, you know what? On second thought, that wasn't really a really clever premise after all. But no, yeah, no, it was kind of... Kind of clever. Go back and forth. Yeah, I'll just go back and forth. Ping pong, Stanhope. First season, the last comic. I'm just gonna fucking get on their ass. I feel like I've Old seen school. this name before. Put your hands together for Dusty Lester, everybody. Close your eyes, try. Close your eyes. Picture me rolling. Six money falling. Bitches, honey, so swollen. Daniel White is a Dano comedy. D A N N O comedy. Dusty Lester, everybody. Here he is. What's up, folks? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tell you all about the first time I started into comedy. Me and my girlfriend went down to this club in Atlanta, and I got inside. I got on stage. I got about three or four words out of my mouth. And this big old black lady stands up in the background, and she's like, You ain't funny. You need to kill yourself. It embarrassed the daylights out of me. I put the mic in the stand. I walked off stage. I grabbed my girlfriend, and we left. And on the ride home, I was telling my girlfriend, Honey, if you ever embarrass me like that again... Why is it whenever you meet uh, why is it whenever you meet your girlfriend's father for the first time he always looks at his daughter like she just brought home like a mental patient or something it's just like why the hell did you bring this guy here and I don't care I don't care what it is I can never impress my girlfriend's father I can never impress my girlfriend's father I can't do it I just cannot do it if I told my fa- if I told my father-in-law that I got a job working as a sergeant for the military, he'd still look at me like I was a damn yoga instructor. That's my time. All right. All right. I like your style, Dusty. Um, how long have you been dating this chick? Uh, probably six months. Six months. And you already met her dad? Yeah. Well, what's his deal? He's just a dick. <laughs> Why doesn't he like you? Why do you think? What did she tell him? Because I'm not black and I don't have anything to offer down south. <laughs> Wait. Racism. She's Wait black? A second. I, I've not heard about whites not having something to offer down south. You've confused me there with that. Well, <laughs> is she black, Dusty? Yeah. Oh. So that seemed like that was a the joke. first joke. Yeah. The first joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that seemed like a joke. Uh. Like uh, some old black lady is your girlfriend i thought that it was, was the bitter truth but it, it was a joke but it was the truth in the same this sense. is a pet peeve of mine is comics that have true stories that are true but they go and deliver them as though they're jokes and make it a, and see what i did there thing right we're yeah. like no go tell the fucking story right. you fucked a retarded girl that you thought was drunk in, in the morning i don't know if you know the comic that has that story yeah they thought she was drunk and they woke up all in a van and found out oh she's still drunk no she was never drunk she was retarded and you fucked her and then you dropped her off on a corner in little italy because she kind of looked italian because that that's a anyway uh, no what if you Sorry, that's not even a good example. Uh, yeah, if you have a great story, yeah, you can't make it sound like 
a clever joke. Right. I mean, and that could be really totally. interesting, too, that you're not accepted in a black family, you yeah. know? <laughs> Yeah, that's like backwards world. If, you know what? It's actually, you could, if you've got seven minutes on it, you could sell it as a sitcom and never have to write another fucking joke. Ever. There we go. That's true. my thing. I like it. It's true. <laughs> you I'm could run for office. But Doug is right about this. I thought, I, I didn't realize that y- your girlfriend was actually black. I thought you just, you just paid off that setup. So that, knowing that your girlfriend's black changes the rest of the jokes. Right. So, so we actually didn't know that that's really the premise of the joke. The opposite was, was it Daniel, the last guy? Mm-hmm. The opposite, where we really believed that he was running for office. <laughs> we didn't believe you're dating a black chick for shit. <laughs> it, in, in the delivery. Is it too late to say that my girlfriend was white? What? What? Now you're confusing everyone. She was just in blackface. Oh, see, now you're gonna make me waffle the same way. (laughs) No, I don't think you're clever at all. (laughs) What? What do you mean? What do you mean? She really is white. It was. I was just trying to be funny. Oh, I can show you a picture of her on my phone. I promise she's white. Right. I don't need to see the picture or whatever picture of whatever girl that used to be alive that's on your phone. All that I, I just, I mean, I asked you if she was black, and you said yes. So it's like, I mean, all right. I don't believe yeah. anything. I don't feel like I can trust you anymore. Yeah, I feel I like I feel yeah, like I'm, you, tur- I've, yeah, I'm turning my back. <laughs> <laughs> you really my pissed back. in our faces by lying to us. Your Dusty. first album would you be called four Sea of Lies. You wasted sea of Lies. <laughs> you know how hard it is for us to be all be honest for four minutes. <laughs> Uh, and you just he did have bamboozled. The, he did have the energy of the evening. He yeah. really he sure. was selling totally. shit. He Great was accent. Sells. Totally selling product. Totally. Is, uh, yoga, is yoga instructor like a really bad thing to right. be? Right, and and also a sergeant in the military is not that great. I don't know if you know that or not, but uh, like you That's could like have forty so better examples, better like, polar opposites. Than right, that. you you could tell him that you're a struggling stand-up comedian, and he'd probably. I mean, have you met the white dad then? What's really going on, Dusty? You son of a bitch! Are you even here? Tell us the yeah. truth. Are you even us here me. right now? Is this a hologram of a different guy that signed up? All right, it's Dusty. Tupac. <laughs> have you met uh have you met the white dad? Yes, I have. Can you not impress him? Not really. Is it because you're white and he wants his daughter <laughs> to get fucked by a black guy? <laughs> yes. I guess. Does he know his daughter's black? Does he know this? <laughs> How does this routine go down at the Ha Ha Cafe? <laughs> Whole different audience on the other channel, if you know what I'm saying. Do this one at Flappers. This is a Flappers bit. I wonder if right now somebody in the other room downstairs is bombing and they just went, you hear that sound coming from upstairs? That's a fun show they're having up there. Yeah, probably not. It happens a lot. Uh, so, Dusty, what is the... Let me ask you this. What, is the, what does the girlfriend do? What's her job that her dad's so special? That let's, let's just give him a chance to be completely honest. Yeah. Is there any other lies in that set you want right. to tell us about now? What's your boyfriend? You do have name? a girlfriend? <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. Are you from the South? Yes. Okay. No- Knoxville, Tennessee. All right. Checks out. <laughs> yeah. Knoxville, nice town. Yeah. Artsy. I think we should put an APP what out the, on this guy. What does the dad do for a living? He's a uh, air. Con- he do- he puts in like air conditioning. Fuck Loser. it. There you go. Come on. This guy's a moron. That's Fuck where your joke guy. is. This fucking guy's judging you, and he's blank and blank years old, and he's putting in fucking air conditioners. That's a miserable life. 
air conditioners are heavy and that sucks. <laughs> I can't imagine what that would be like. Driving a truck to some place, you have to go put it in. Everybody's always complaining. They knock on the door. It's hot in here. Help me. Every person's got the same complaint. Nobody gets an air conditioner when it's cold outside. That guy's got a miserable life and he's judging you. That's insane. Now, you're going to lose your air conditioner installer, you know, people in the audience. They're going to hate you. <laughs> but hey, fuck them. Fuck them. Get controversial. Right. Now, is the rest of your uh, act, is it all about having an imaginary black girlfriend? <laughs> no. So do you at one point go, that was a joke. I don't really date black chicks. I would never do that. And then you move on? No, I actually once did date a black girl. And then uh, a comic friend and I was uh, going over jokes one day. And he thought it'd be funny since I had a black girlfriend in the past that if I put that in my act and like surprise the audience, that, that would be good. So. I've, I've, and it's I've, always worked every time. So. Usually. <laughs> Is your real name Dusty Lester? Yes, my real name is Dusty Lester. That's not a stage name? No. So like on your ID it says the word Dusty? Yes, it says Dusty. Which sure. for any name? Dustin. There we go. But does it say Dustin on your ID? Yeah. So um, he just lied to yeah, you. Yeah, he lied again. This guy's a liar. Why are you a liar? He's a liar. <laughs> Dusty's now, a liar. The guy Are that you? installs air conditioning. He lives in Knoxville. <laughs> yes. And you live here. Yes. With his daughter. No, his daughter lives in Knoxville. She's moving up next month. Are you? Oh. A, are you a, a drifter? <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he seems like he might have killed people. He has that look. <laughs> yeah. You notice have averted eye contact. What happened to this? To him. He, he now, has, what happened? Look. <laughs> he has the look of a guy that came here from Knoxville with one of those sticks with a bag on the back of it. <laughs> He's a carpetbagger. Right? This guy's a carpetbagger. Bandana tied to the stick. Yeah. I know that guy. What are you thinking right now? It got r- really awkward, man, for me. You feel really awkward? Yeah. What about it? Because you lied to us? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> over and over. The whole time. Lies and disappointment and Yeah. Well, you you got some laughs. Do you feel any self loathing right now? <laughs> Whatever self What'd you say? What was I've that? done this for twenty four years. I hate myself for being here and I'll hate myself in the morning. So get used to that feeling. It's This is it. Yeah, it's why you drink. <laughs> Cheers. It's true. Well, um, all right, is that a real Dane Cook t-shirt? Yeah, it's real. I don't know. Really? Are you a big Dane Cook fan? Yeah, that's my biggest inspiration. I, I fi- For the first time tonight, I hope you're lying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now Doug's gone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dusty. You better be lying right now, Dusty. <laughs> that better be ironic. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably good you don't use your real name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. You should probably never wear another comic's t-shirt on stage. Because it's like, hey, here's this better comic. (laughs) I don't even, even ironically, I don't think it would work. It's very odd. Right. There have to be three jokes removed from the joke, I think. Where'd you get the Dane Cook t-shirt from? I saw him on tour, and uh, he was selling T-shirts outside. Torgasm? <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was like Torgasm's the to name what? of his what? imaginary black girlfriend, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that was fucking funny. 
the only that's funny show. thing that's been said in this so, entire what show. Is it, what is it about Dane Cook that inspires you? Just his energy. I love his energy, and I just love his jokes and his observation. He relates to me very well, except for the black lady, of course. Wait, what? <laughs> Can you stop besmirching the name of a woman who never existed? <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, uh, all right. How long have you... <laughs> okay. How long have you had that T-shirt for? Since, uh, I think it's October of 2013. Okay. Just curious. Uh, Dusty, thank you so much. <laughs> Dusty Lester. Can we change the name of the show? Kind of felt like Dusty. I was in the wings over here yeah. for a minute. Sorry. He should. Uh, you should get rid of that shirt, Dusty. <laughs> you, you, should be, you should be a liar, liar. Shirts on fire. <laughs> you should burn that fucking thing. Get Yakov Smirnoff on the back and then they hook on the front. And I, I don't know. Is he serious or? Buy every prior album immediately. But other guy, you should get Vic Henley on the front and me on the back. Now it would be, it'd be funnier. All right. Would somebody walk me to my car? <laughs> Dusty, I could tell you're really disappointed, bro. We're just trying to make a show out of all this stuff you just did. That was yeah. a hell of a minute. Well, probably the best so far. So thank you so yeah, much, dude, Dusty. Yeah, good job. Good job, Dusty Lester, guys. We had fun with you, man. It takes more balls to come up here and sit with a fucking... That's why I said I feel bad... No, but it's people, good. But he knows what, what he's signing. Yeah, he knows what so he's signing up for. I think we were picking on Dane Cook, not right. really. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it, fuck around with Jesus, but Dane Cook will be at the Improv, walking in the front door at ten forty-five this Wednesday, p- ten forty-five p.m. as he does every single Wednesday. So you can meet him there and give him a kiss. Yeah, <laughs> give you him sh- a give him a dusty T-shirt. You should wear, wear that. Sh- <laughs> wear- <laughs> What's his uh? What's his thing? <laughs> Give him five. Give him his hand signal or whatever the fuck it is. Oh wow, you threw that up quick, like some kind of gay gang member. Uh, Dusty, thank you, buddy. I can't believe you have a Dane Cook shirt. He's on Twitter. I can't. I also can't believe you're on Twitter. Uh, at Lester Dusty. On Knoxville Twitter. is an artsy town. Yeah. What was what was your black girlfriend's name? Lexi. Lexi. What was that short for? <laughs> All right. Was that on her driver's license? <laughs> <laughs> Lexi and Dusty. Lexi, Lexi and Dusty. A match made in Knoxville. It's unnatural. Lexi and Dusty. Oh, right. Wow, I've, we've seen this guy a couple of times. This is, uh, this is one of our favorites here. Put your hands together for Tam Fam, everybody. Uh, speaking of horrible shirts, um, quick story about this thing. I went to a custom t shirt guy and I asked him how much to put my Twitter handle on a shirt. And he said, that will cost you $15. And I said, that's fine. And he said, let me finish. It will cost you $15 and any chance of ever having sex with any girl that has seen you wearing it. <laughs> so far, he was right. But uh, that doesn't mean very much. For my entire life, I've had about as much success with women as I've had with praying for my ears to be human-sized. <laughs> 
maybe God is a woman now. So I, I haven't had a date in a while. Um, it turns out women have standards. That's all right, though. I'm not bitter. I have standards, too. Uh, things that I try to avoid, I call them the killer bees. Uh, I stay away from women that have blonde hair, bangs, or opinions. Fuck yeah. Bam, bam. I'm pretty sure this is the third time I've seen you, and I've loved you all three times. You're such a, such a goofball. I love it. I'm going to wait because you have a history with this guy to see what the history is, and then I'll comment. Well, he, he's done really, he's just always making fun of himself and does a good job at it. And uh, it's a little, he always wears the same shirt. That's what I was yeah. waiting for. Except uh, what's exciting is now we're getting into the. Uh, you know, winter season, and this is the first time. This is the first time that he's rocked the, the long sleeve undershirt underneath. He will adapt. So the only difference between this week and last week is, like, I'm I'm planning on seeing him maybe at the end of December, just wearing the same thing with mittens and a knit cap, because uh, I'm pretty sure that shirt's not going anywhere. Always be branding. And you've always got, and you've only got that one shirt. I've asked you that both times, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you? So things have been going good for you. The comedy last few weeks, right? Going pretty well. You've been thinking about getting the second shirt. <laughs> I know your parents probably work at a dry cleaner, so that's got to be. <laughs> Anybody who just went oh with that, I hate you. I, I, I used to. Uh, I won't name the comic Bobby Slayton. Uh, I I used to uh, talk about how it it was upsetting to me when he would just bitch about his wife. I worked with him at the Riviera like 20 years ago. And he said, my fucking wife, she's such a fucking cunt. Like, that's something you can change. Don't sit there and bitch about something. That's like wearing a horrible shirt going, can you imagine having to go through life with this shirt on? Take it off. You're literally the, the guy that I was making the analogy. That's the analogy I would make. I can't get laid with this shirt on. Then take the fucking shirt off. And stop. Do you get laid when you're not wearing this shirt? No, no. That, <laughs> wait, that, that thing about praying about the ears—that's that's true. Do you wear that shirt every day, though? Wait, you pray? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you, that's—you don't wear that shirt like when you're not doing comedy. No. Oh, okay. I'm not a nut. Uh, well, there's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to question your commitment. <laughs> It would be funnier for you to wear that shirt on a date <laughs> than, than that guy wearing a Dane Cook shirt during a set. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, would you ever wear a Dane Cook t-shirt on a date? Uh, if Dusty came along with me and brought his w- girlfriend. <laughs> you looked away and which one before girlfriend there. <laughs> which, which one, the white one or the black one? I was trying to decide. <laughs> Would you ever consider using the uh, Pulitzer Prize winning photograph of the <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> as a headshot? <laughs> that that is the best album cover ever. That is such a fucking great idea. As a headshot. Yes. Oh Send my that god. Out <laughs> but with the with t-shirt, the t-shirt. Yes. it's got to have photoshopped on. And you got to get on this quick before Bobby Lee hears about this idea. Yes. I will help you Photoshop that. 
We'll take a photo tonight. We'll, we'll, we'll look at the picture, and, and I'll help you Photoshop. I'll do it tonight for you. That's hilarious. <laughs> and you know, if that doesn't get you laid, then you really got a problem. If you're not playing a Dusty, I'll do it. And the, be- the best part of that picture is I'm pretty sure the guy's not wearing a shirt, so you can take that off uh, and save yourself. Is he not tan- wearing a shirt? I don't think so. Well, right? Maybe a wife beater? Nothing. No, isn't he wearing a military thing? Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. A, he's a cop. Right. Wasn't he like a... Yeah. <laughs> The boy, that black guy laugh is amazing. <laughs> I feel like that's a sound effect. There's a black guy in here? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Doug. Come on, Doug, come back. <laughs> it's just a white guy with a really black laugh. All right, all right. Hey, I think he's got a sister. <laughs> Tam Fam, uh, have you ever been with a black woman? Uh, have you ever been with anything other than an Asian woman? Uh, yes. What, what have you been with? Uh, white girls, Hispanic girls. Oh, multiples of each, huh? Wow. White girls, Hispanic girls. That's exciting. So uh, what are you complaining about? Sounds like you're doing fine. Uh, they weren't free. <laughs> What's that? They weren't free. Yeah. So, you, oh, yeah. Whoa! yeah. Good, work. Good work. So you got the $100 GFE at the... Uh, that's why you don't have money for more shirts. <laughs> See, that's true. That's got to be a crazy part about being Asian, isn't it? If you're going to buy sex, you have to find massage parlors that aren't Asian. That's got to be like fucking, you know, trying to figure out a Rubik's Cube or something. I don't know. I, I'm not good at Rubik's Cube, so that's a challenge for me. I only tried a couple times, but... Anyway, uh, uh, do you have any jokes about that? Like, because that yes. has to be hilarious. Yes, I would I love to hear your. You do you, now? Do you do the massage parlor? Or yeah, do you tell do us the a Craig's? good prostitute story. <laughs> uh, I have a bit. Uh, I have a couple of minutes on it. If you want, uh, if you all right, want no, to it's already it, a bit. No, yeah. no, never mind. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have any good stories. All right, that's great. Last hooker. <laughs> do you Excuse say me, last hooker you got? How long ago? Uh, six months. Where'd you go? Uh, Internet or like storefront? Craigslist. Uh, store. Craigslist. Really? Craigslist. Wow, you, uh, that's fucking crazy. But I guess. <laughs> what's your What's I your? I forget big what it's like to be broke. <laughs> <laughs> what's your big fetish? Getting fucked by undercover cops. <laughs> <laughs> Craigslist. That's risky business, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, uh, you use condoms with all these prostitutes? Yes. Extra small? What are we dealing <laughs> with here? Do they make them in your size? Smart smarties? Little, use a smarty wrapper? That's a little bit of an inside reference, but if you paint the picture, guys, that's Do a tiny Do your condoms penis. say at Tam Fam Comedy on them? <laughs> <laughs> Good work, sir. Just Good at work. Tam. Yeah, just that. Once again. <laughs> I don't think you're really committed. Tammy. Well, uh, Tam Pax, we really, really like yeah, you. Yeah, good uh, job, man. Funny stuff. Tam dude. Fam. He's on Twitter at Tam Fam Comedy. So much fun. I love his style. He's one of uh, two Is there awesome. any single person in here that is here solely for entertainment and not with a friend or hoping to be chosen out of a bucket? Is there even... Yeah, no, you're not. Those people you're there. Iggy Pop. You're here to fucking hopefully revive your career. Doug, these people right. here are civilians. The people up there are oh, the comedians. Oh, that's and the, the people here yeah. are the regular... Uh, Maybe we would have gone over this if I knew I was coming up here. 
All right. So back to your... Heidi, get me a drink. You know how I panic. Josh. Josh, where are you? Josh, two drinks. Keep getting... Keep uh, get, Stella for Matt, too, please. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll take a Crown and Coke, Josh. Thanks, thanks Josh. Josh. If thanks, you, Josh. Drinks all around, Josh. Jesus will have some wine, Josh. Maybe if we tip Josh when we come up, it'll <laughs> act yeah. as a catalyst for the audience to take care of the staff. That's true. Tip your weight staff, people. You must. Uh, Doug, guess what's cool? You've seen the show before. You might know this. We have two regulars that come on every week. Two girls I, that come on and do a new 60 seconds. I was week. drunk. I showed up here. I heckled and left. That's the it only time great. I saw the show. It was great. I felt awful the next day. It I sounds like tonight. It. it was great. Um, and uh, these two young ladies do a brand new minute each week. There are only yeah. two regulars. They basically like started here and they write a new minute each week for the last 76 weeks. So, so we don't say anything about them afterwards. No, we do. Right. We, talk, we talk to them just about okay. anything. About anything you want to ask them about or talk with them about. Uh, going up first tonight, she dropped out of her final year of the, at the University of Florida because she did stand up here uh, and uh, has been here every Monday since doing a brand new minute. Put your hands together for the very funny and cool Kimberly Congdon, everybody. Guys, I'm in a bad mood today. Um, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, no milk, in case you want to know what Auschwitz was like. <laughs> Being so serious. Lena Dunham is in a lot of trouble. Um, I guess she has a book that came out where she men- mentions inappropriately touching her sister's vagina when she was seven and her sister was one. And there's this whole thing about like sibling molestation and everyone's freaking out. And I don't think it's a big deal because th- kids do weird shit, you know? Like, my cousin put a carrot in his ass when he was four. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, when I was in kindergarten, two girls humped during nap time. And the only thing the teacher did was uh, take away their marshmallows. <laughs> Which was sad because I really wanted that marshmallow. <laughs> uh, I heard that the government is suing AT&T which is the scariest thing ever, because if the government ever tried to sue me, I'd just, like, shit my pants. Like, you win, <laughs> you're the government. What's the, the government <laughs> trying to do? I'd, I read something that they were trying to sue AT&T. I'd, it might not even be true, but I think it's funny where this, when, whenever the government tries to sue anybody, because it's just like, how do you even fight that? Right. You know? Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's definitely a premise. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a great set. Kimberly Congdon, everybody. Yeah. That was so fun. Uh, yeah. I uh, I really like the first joke, and yeah. I think you could put take away took away your milk into the other joke. Yeah, okay. totally. Cool. And I like the lesbian part of the joke too. <laughs> yeah, all I heard was fingering a one year old. Yeah, <laughs> that sticks with you. Yeah, the, uh, I just remembered I had a carrot in my ass <laughs> <laughs> since fourth grade. You look like a dead friend of ours. Wow, that was, uh, that was flattering. That's flattering. Thank you. That's high praise. I mean, before she was dead. Cool. <laughs> I got nothing else. It's all you guys. Kim, was this your first Halloween in LA this weekend? No, it was my second. Uh, did you have fun? Anything I went crazy happen? Well, I just did stand up. I went to La Jolla and I was at the comedy store there. Oh, nice. With you. Yeah, I was there too. Oh, great. I yeah. worked that milk joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. 
who was down there with you guys? Um, we went with Mike Faberman and uh, Rusty Dooley. Rusty Dooley. Oh, nice! And you guys all went up. Oh, yeah, it was Rusty Dooley's weekend, mm-hmm. Halloween. Yep, that totally it was makes fun. sense. Tons of people there on Halloween. It really? was packed. It was Seven sold out. people there on Halloween. Are you serious? <laughs> There's nobody fucking there. Oh, that's so sad. Hey, where were you going with the government suing joke? Where were you headed? Just the government suing anybody is scary because how do you even fight? Like, yeah, what was? What, did you have a punchline there? No. <laughs> that was, after that, I was just going to panic. I thought you were. I, I thought uh, she was going to go the other way with corporations own the government. Right, so right, right, how right. does one right. suing yourself? Right, because corporations are stronger than government, and I thought that was the angle. Then I heard a Tweety sound and go, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> never know. That is, a, that is a good premise, actually. Uh, My premise really, is better. You had some Fuck great, you. Um, <laughs> you're going to pick her over me I was talking she's about cute. yours. I was talking Fuck about you. yours. I had a better uh, premise. Um, I thought you had some really good laughs there, and you, you were, again, you sort of like knew where you were going, and you headed for them. And, uh, Thank you. I think there was, that, was some, that was a good minute. Yeah, very fun. Absolutely, the the, the girls uh, the girls bring it. They have it down to a, a whole system. Like I mean, she and you she knew what she knew what she was every doing. week. Yeah, for like did she you knew say seventy six weeks or something. Yeah, she knew what she was doing there. Like for example, she does the show so much that if she just starts a, a joke with a premise as her very last joke after doing good, that means that one yeah. of us, which you did, is going to organically <laughs> write for a better version of the premise that has a punchline, and it only affects her negatively if we happen to ask what was going to be the punchline of hey, that can joke. can I get another cocktail? It's <laughs> a so win-win, yeah. But you did, you did that, and that's a, that's a pure example of a... You evolving to the game, like you and Sarah are the only two people that have anything like this, where you're forced to—not forced to—but you choose to write a brand new sixty seconds Jesus each week. Jesus Christ! Fucking Don Barris just walked in. He's—you <laughs> have no idea what a hero that guy is to me. Heck yeah, to Windy all City of us. Heat is the funniest movie that's ever. Yes, been I totally ever. agree. Windy City Heat for life. Always my number one favorite comedy. He's wearing a Dane Cook shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Kimberly, thank you so much. Thank you. Great job. <laughs> thank you, Kimberly. It's thank nice you. to meet you. She's on Twitter at Kimberly Congdon. Follow her on everything. She's great. And so is our other regular, um, always funny, always cool, Sarah Weinshank. What's up? Yeah. Dust pans. <laughs> can't live with them, can't live without them. <laughs> Never fully satisfied by a dustpan. There's always stuff that remains. Sometimes crumbs, sometimes crumbs and dusk. Dust. Not dusk. <laughs> yeah, dustpans, they just never fucking fully do the job. There's always a space between the floor and the pan. Can't ever just get it all clean. You can't just use a dustpan by itself. It's a useless cleaning utensil alone. You could br- use a broom alone. Can't use a dustpan alone. Try it. Why isn't it just called a crumb pot? Or a particle tray? Why the fuck is it called a dustpan? Crush fest, wine shank, powerful. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Amazing. 
Love that. that just is, fucking love that. And that great. is exactly in her style. That's that's her thing where she t- just talks about one small thing and delves into it. Oh, so that's yeah, that carries on. That's yeah, beautiful. First yeah. line is fantastic. Dustpan's an instant classic. And I'm glad somebody's stepping up to the plate with this whole dustpan thing. Yeah. I was, Finally! I was hoping that you would equate it to having a handicapped little brother. When you said it's no good alone. You got the big brother. It ain't going nowhere. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, it's a Stanhope touch. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But it was perfect. Cool. Yeah. Uh, New minute. There might be Congratulations. There might be something to that line of uh, that line that's left. You know, you paint a picture. I'd say and keep everything the same. Maybe one thing to add would be like painting that picture a little bit better of that line. weird line that it leaves <laughs> yeah. when yeah. there is that. When yep. you, after you say that, there's always space and that gross but brown, yeah. like a triangle <laughs> shaped line. It's like a coke. It's like a line of coke for yeah, a bomb or something. But with like crumbs. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a line of coke for a cockroach or something like, or like that. Like a shit stain in your retarded brother's underwear. <laughs> yeah. Definitely got to get a handicap. Get a handicap in there. You got to get a retarded brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Or, like or you could oh, even sorry, think you're right there. You could even <laughs> like, think of no, things that you could use it for. Like, what are you going to use it for? Like, uh, and you could That's think of true. stupid. If you had things. a black girlfriend, yeah. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, I know one thing that belongs in a dustpan, and that's <laughs> Dusty Lester's T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> What inspired this dustpan thing? Remember, I was talking to you about dustpans. You're a wow. muse. You're yeah. a muse. <laughs> we were talking about dustpans in the main room, uh, green room. Oh, yeah, because no one ever cleans them. Oh, and then he went into that whole thing about how they're useless, and they leave, no. that, always leave that little line. And <laughs> can't live with them, can't live without them. remember saying no, it. No, I texted myself dustpans, and then I left it alone. I Let it marinate. Maybe I should... Revisit dustpans today, and I so talk to my mom a, about dustpans. Do you always is that like your thing? Like you focus on something? Because last yeah. week it was tin foil. Yeah. Uh, that that's actually really that's that's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, uh, it seems subject. like you have a sense of a sense of an I- identity. I've seen. You a need lot. like forty five cleaning yeah. products, and you got yeah. a fucking head. Well, a- Ajax is next. No. Every, <laughs> I'll tell you this: every condiment in my refrigerator has been covered by her already. <laughs> Salsa, ketchup, mustard, horseradish, horseradish, oh, horseradish. You know, and I think these things when I see them. Was Sometimes it? I'll, I literally think of Sarah Weinshank when I think of the word condiments or like toppings on are, things. Are you a Are you a Seinfeld fan? Kinda. I love Curb. I'm more uh, like a curb girl. Well, Wine Shank, that was a fantastic job. So, do you go yeah, out job. of your way, like, to avoid anything that's not completely minutia? Meaning, meaning, like, is that a conscious choice that you're going to talk about? About? No, I just noticed that, and I'm like, that's. I feel passionate about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. It is true. Like, it bothers me. Like. Yeah. Little things bother me a lot. A lot. I, I would describe it as OCD comedy. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, the okay. way you're picking at your three bracelets and you're picking them <laughs> one at a time, Dude, I imagine you looking each. at a dustpan. Dustpan, what's the funny thing about a dustpan? Dustpan, dustpan. <laughs> what's the funny thing? There's a funny thing. Why is, the, why is there always a line? There's always yeah. a line. And you can make that into a beautiful thing. And that's how self-help should be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just coping. Own it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, that's, I think it's really interesting. Sarah, cool. you were awesome tonight. Thank, Thank you. you so much. That's Thank Sarah Weinshank, everybody.
She's on Twitter at Princess Shank. That's all one word, S-H-E-N-K. That's Sarah Weinshank. Um, guys, this was so much fun. Doug, anything you want to promote coming up or anything no, like that? I, uh, no, I want to quit. <laughs> Stop following me on Twitter. <laughs> You're quitting? Unfollow Don't come me. to my shows. <laughs> wow. Washed up. Jesus, leave me alone. <laughs> the Doug Stanhope retirement announcement. <laughs> Yeah. Exclusively on Kill Tony, yeah. number 76. <laughs> Retired in 06, I think. Come back. Matt Fultron, what's, com- what's going on? Uh, Doc Ricketts in San Francisco on November 29th, and I'll be in Portland on December 5th, and Where? Seattle on... Where in Portland? I think the Hollywood Theater. Oh, that's the haha Cafe of the Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard it was Flappers, dude. <laughs> um, and December 6th in Seattle, Washington. It's on my website, thefullcharge.com. Oh, fuck. This is a podcast. I forgot. I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, for no, these guys. No. I'm in Australia and New Zealand all month. <laughs> fuck, come out and see me. That's why you're retired, dude. Yes. Well, I thought I was retired sitting up here. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, Australia's going to oh, be fun. Fuck. It's a podcast. You thought you were promoting tour dates to I just I thought I was just people. goofing on some poor kids that are going to feel bad about what I said. <laughs> no, Doug. Is you there any place we can buy Doug Stanhope t-shirts? No. <laughs> we Paul. have them, but we don't sell them. We hoard them. We're hoarders of our own merch. Go fuck yourself. Try to find one. Paul, what do you got coming up? I'll be appearing on At Tam Fam Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing my big prostitution bit. Yeah. And uh, I got nothing coming up. I'm fucking here doing this. How, what am I doing? <laughs> I love it. Dusty oh. fucking, what's his last name? Dusty, Dusty what? Lester. I, Dusty Lester. Occasionally I look over and he still has that evil yeah. 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 look on his face. He's yeah. never laughed once. You, yeah, I used you, 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 may have, you may have promoted those dates too soon. Usually yeah. you can appeal to their ego, and you mention their name, like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be no, weird when he's... He's fucking... He's, he's, he's flicking you yeah. off with two fingers. There's a deep thing in him. Yeah, there's something going yeah. on there. It's going to be weird when he hangs himself yeah. by that Dane Cook t-shirt. Tonight. Oh, it's, it's not going to be, be like, It's not going to be him. It's going to be like the opposite of Robin there's a, Williams. There's a lot of you know No, I mean? no, there's people that will die, but he'll be the guy with the... Uh, Happy, smiley, you know, uh, mugshot. <laughs> There's a lot of rope and masking tape in his uh, in his trunk. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm leaving before him. <laughs> Play the outro. Thank you so much. Kevin Lee Light is on Twitter. Kevin Lee Light. Thank you, everybody who signed up, who took part. Uh, we are going to Toronto. We'll see you, you guys. Thank you, live audience. How about that? Thank you, live audience, for coming out. So much fun. Bye. Kimberly Condon, Sarah Weinshank, everybody. Doug Stanhope. Bill Tone. 76.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.